again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from Fang's skill range. I am the pit master of this episode, Andrew. With me, the one who tries to get into the pit and love someone, Kid Keith. I'll bow it to bow to bang to bang, doogie doogie. <laughs> and the one who describes being married to me as a pit of misery, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was a Keith pick, so you know what that means. We played a roguelike. And this is Into the Pit by Null Pointer Games. Into the Pit is a fast-paced retro FPS roguelite where you play a member of a lore-hunting mystic family who is summoned to a cursed village where the villagers have ended up being swallowed into a mystical pit. And it is your job to go down there, free the villagers, and grow your power. Going around to Keith, was this a game or a pass for you? Well, I just learned a lot about this this game that I had no idea about. That's pretty <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a cool storyline. I think it's a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. If you're looking for a roguelike and you're kind of tired of your same old, same old, you just want to try something different, it's tons of fun. It, it's definitely not going to be for everyone, but I, it's a game for me. So when Keith picked this, he said, I think Liz is going to like this. And guess what? I did. I thought it was a lot. <laughs> that buildup. I know. I'm not always I, wrong. What can I say? I thought it was really fun and relaxing, and then I'd get too relaxed, and then the jump scares would happen. So I just, I had so much fun with it, and I thought it was uh, really addicting. And being a noob, I didn't progress as far as I would have liked, but I, even though I was kind of like stuck a little bit in these, for like a couple of uh, areas, I, I didn't get sick of it yet, so... So I had a feeling this is the way it's going to go, because uh, I'm going to give this a big old pass. Well, I, you told me the ending was bad, so I get it. There's there's a lot I didn't like about this game. I'm I'm giving it a... I, I'm not going to give it a definite pass, because the only thing I think that what Into the Pit does well as a roguelite is that this is an easier roguelite, and it's something smaller. So if you're for me, I describe it as a weekend roguelite. So if you're someone who just doesn't want to invest you know 40 to 100 hours into a game like hades or darkest dungeon or honestly a lot of the roguelikes we play this is a very simple game so it's something you can play on the weekend and not have to commit a ton of time to that's the only thing i think this game does well besides that yeah this is a pass yeah something i read online when i was looking at metacritic jumping the gun is that a lot of people didn't find it challenging enough so I understand like that perspective from you as a noob. I, I did get a little bit challenged from it. So, so getting to the story as uh, Keith apparently just learned. Well, this is another thing, Keith, did you know this was also supposed to be a uh, Eldrick inspired game? So kind of Lovecraftian. Did any of you guys get that vibe? Um, no, no. Cause they, they mentioned it in the beginning cinematic, but yeah, none of these creatures look like they're like no, Eldrick Cthulhu a, monsters. Yeah. Not a single tentacle monster in that. In this game. There's little floating eyes that have tentacles. There were? Oh, yeah. I, I guess. I thought they were just wings. But anyway, you are, as I said, you are this lore hunting guy who comes from a family of other mystics. And your cousin goes missing. And she, you get some journals from her talking about this village and that things are going down south quick. So you are basically going there to find and save your cousin and save the village. I couldn't even figure out if you were an actual person. I always assumed you were some sort of golem because of your hands looked super cracked. Either that or this guy really needs some jurgens. Like he has awful hands. And yeah, the story of this game is just, it's dumb. It's, I know we always say, oh, you know, the story is just a means to an end. Like it's a roguelite. That's so, I'm not giving it to this game due to the fact that there is achievement to earn all the art journals and to learn the story. And the story is complete crap. Oh, I guess you can read the journals. I never did because yeah. I didn't care. But so the, the game focuses on a story, but it does such a bad job. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I it, the thing is, is I'm not going to complain about the story because I just didn't care. I was I was <laughs> I was here for the gameplay and that was what I did. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to try and act like, Ooh, yeah, the storyline was super cool. It was there. No, it. It was my means to an end, and I honestly, I didn't even know that there was one. I just, I knew there was villagers that were trapped inside this pit, and I had to go save them. I got, yeah. I got a bunch of the journals, but I felt like they were all the same. 
like I followed him into the pit and I didn't realize like who he really was kind of thing. It was like the same stuff over and over again. But I mean, I collected like a third of them and I didn't get very far. So I, I hate when games like give you like an interesting story, but then don't follow through with it. Like make it boring. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I love, I, this off topic, but I love the way that you say cousin. Oh my gosh. You always make fun of me for it. Where's the T? I don't know. Cousin. Keith, how do you say cousin? Cousin? <laughs> Cousins. Yes, it is the little bitty T. I, 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 I just I say it the way that it's spelled, I guess. I don't Shut know. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys got the vibe. I'm I'm making it my mission to convince you guys to change this to a pass for you guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. But yeah, like the story for me, I was like kind of getting it like I was like, oh man, hopefully this is gonna be kind of interesting. As I said, there's an achievement to get all these journals. So I'm reading these journals, which, by the way, none of the journals were that interesting. It's just your cousin constantly saying things of like, <laughs> man, our grandfather really talked about demons. Wasn't that something? Like, they were just so dumb. They were literally two sentence longs. And then the other t- other quote unquote story moments you get, anytime you beat a boss, the main bad guy, the alderman shows up and always says, oh, I, I controlled that demon weeks ago. He says like two lines and repeats them over and over again. And then when you get to the end, my God, the ending was just so anticlimactic. Your character's just like, time to go into the pit even deeper, and the credits roll. And it's just like, what the hell was that? Hated the story. You know what I didn't like about that is I I got to that point is it just brings you back to the last point where you fought the boss and then you have to do that again. Like there's, you can't like beat that dungeon. So it, it didn't count towards a dungeon that I beat. When I was trying to at least get, I think, 10 dungeons. So, made me angry. Wait, so you kill the boss? Yep. So why keep no, I going, hugged him. Why keep going into the pit after then? <laughs> Is there, like, oh. I don't get it. Wow. Like, it, 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 <laughs> at least if it, like, picked you back up and, like, you started a new run or something, and it was, like, a new game plus, then nope. be like, fine, okay. But no, it, it didn't do that. Nope, it rolls credits. The end. And I was like, all right. That sucked. Yeah, it was, so it yeah, wasn't great. Me, I will admit. That's uh, my first big old negative with Into the Pit. This is a story. So moving on to gameplay. So gameplay, I do agree with you guys. I first was having fun. You know, this game, you know, is really reminiscent of old school first person shooters: Doom, Quake. You know, fast pace, jumping around, whatnot. But my god, it got boring real quick. The enemies are so boring. I did not like the enemies. You you either fight bitey boys or shooty boys. That's all they do. There is literally no deviation from them. They have different skins and different models, yes, but they do not do anything. And See, my god, I, I was bored. I kind of like them. Like there's my least favorite were the actual flying poison guys. And then when you go to the bogs, you have the rats. So, I like that they were changing them when you went to different locations. Yeah, the models, but they all had the same attack. They either bite you or they shoot you. That's it. I mean, yes and no. There there were different um like other like, forms of shooting and other forms of biting. No, like, I'm there's trying nothing. To, I, I don't no, say, you like, can't win this argument. No, there's no support creatures. No, what I'm saying you're right, there are none, but there's like I guess elements to them or whatever. Like there are some that can't be hurt by poison or like other things like that. I'm not Ooh. saying it's like <laughs> Okay, yes, I'm just I'm crowning it game of the year because I'm saying that there is more difference than you're giving it. Uh, I'm just gonna heckle you guys this episode. But yeah, I I I agree. It definitely gets boring after a while. It's not a game that you're gonna sink forty hours into. We already talked about that. So I I think it's fine for what it is. But what attacks are you looking for? Okay, I'm glad you asked that, Liz. So, the main thing about Into the Pit... <laughs> oh, I've prepared. You're fired up. So, the main thing about Into the Pit... So, as I said, you're getting these villagers, and you're bringing them back, and as you're growing the town, you are able to open new things. So, there's a key master who grants you keys to go to different pits. But not really. So, you combine these keys. So, you have, like, your first one is a fortress. Your second key you get is, like, a poison bog, and then, like, a dock, and you can combine them. So, it's a, like, fortress dock or fortress bog... And it's like, oh, cool. So I'm mixing them up. And the game even's like, oh, man, it's going to like up the difficulty and change things around. No, it just combines kind of the two enemies. But it doesn't matter. They still just shoot or they bite. 
and it, like it would be interesting if it was like oh there's some support creatures like a creature that heals and then if like oh the fortress creatures are extra like i have a lot of health so if you combine these two keys they'll regenerate health and have like extra health or something like that like something to actually change the gameplay but there is nothing it does not change at all. Did you think that like the spawning was different? So there are some levels that I went in and I was just blasted by like 20 people coming at me right away. And other ones, I was able to be more strategic instead of just like funneling them in. Did you think that that was varied enough for you? Or nope. do you think that was okay? So, because <laughs> this is the thing too. When I first was playing it, I was like, cool, this is a procedurally generated dungeon. I'm going down. The layout's going to change. Enemy positions are going to change. No, you'll actually quickly learn. You're just playing the same setups. So I was learning where enemy spawns were. I was learning how the map yeah, is set up. So I was able to just quickly go boom, 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 complete the run, next dungeon. So, and that's what you really, that's also what really turned me off. Because at first I was enjoying it, thinking it was procedurally generated. And it's like, cool, this is going to really kind of change around. Nope. Because there's one map in particular that I'm thinking of that there's um, like a poison outline. And the second you step forward, the enemies spawn along the mm-hmm. left. And then, yeah. But you so, knew that once you first saw it. Yeah. So, I mean, I completely agree with that. Yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> I, I, there's not a lot of points I'm going to argue with you. Because, again, I'm Come not. On, I thought you guys loved this game. Come on. Defend it. Oh, oh, <laughs> but then, I mean, when did I say I loved it? I never said I did. <laughs> You can you can find my words where I said I loved this game. Never. I also think, too, that unlike a lot of um, roguelites, it, I kind of wish that the abilities you got more were random. So, like, you can pick between three, but I felt like you were always kind of ha- – like, I always had, like, one arm that was, like, poison or curse, and the other one would be something different. And then you, you're getting a lot of the same stuff. And I kind of wish it was more random. You can even buy runes that make it so that you're more likely to get like poison abilities and things like that. So do you wish that it was more random? Yes. Yes. Because I felt like I I kind (laughs) of knew exactly like what I was good at after a couple runs. And so for me, and then you can also um, refresh them by using different, uh, I forget what mode it is, but you can refresh it so you can get like different options. But yeah, for me, I was just like, it kind of took the fun out of it when it's like, well, I'm going to do this and this and this because it works for me. Yeah. So to kind of explain a little bit how the gameplay works to our listeners, the I will say this is the thing that I think is good about Into the Pit. The, I guess, gunplay. I mean, you don't really have guns. You have your hands, Hans, and you, yeah. uh, you have like a spell in each one. And right at the beginning, you pick what kind of spell you're doing. And it describes them. Kind of a shotgun one, a short-ranged one, a medium-range spell, a long-range spell. So you can kind of mix up your hands. But you only you only get to pick them once. Right at the beginning of a dungeon run, those are your weapons, and that is it. You will not change your weapons for the rest of the run. And for me, I thought the gunplay was good. It was, it was solid. I had a lot of fun moving around, shooting enemies. I like the movement of everything. Great. But the negative is... The weapons I, or the spells are boring. Like at first I thought they were cool, but there's like three different long range ones. And honestly, they all felt the same. There's like two short ranged ones. They felt the same. They were both, they were very shotgun like. And it's like. You don't I, have any like grenades or anything. No, there was one that was an explosive, but like it still no, shot you're straight. Not, like what I mean is like you, you can't like pick up like explosives. Yeah. And, and gain like more weapons. Yeah. So which been cool. the run was very stale. Like. Anytime you complete a section, yeah, you got to pick a buff, like, you know, any kind of roguelike, and you're kind of building your character in a way. Not really. This is, so for me, this game was so easy. I didn't, honestly, I tested this out too. I wouldn't pick my th- my buffs anytime I beat a dungeon. I just kept mashing A. So it didn't, ma- I did not know what I got because it did not matter. I could just burn through a dungeon and it didn't matter what buffs I had or anything like that. So it was just, it was pointless. Well, I think too, like the game also makes it easier. Like I, I felt like at first I had so much money and I couldn't spend it. And you need to unlock like nine or, or 12 villagers. But once you do that, um, you can get runes that make it so that you gain health with um, the moats and the, and the keystones. And you really don't even need to beat the bosses to get the villagers because you can just combine the different keys and then you have more villagers that you can save. So I also thought that like once that happened, the bosses were easier. Everything was easier. Yeah. And so like I didn't get as far as you guys. I don't know if there's like a difficulty curve later on. But nope. for me, like I <laughs> and then also 
Um, something that I brought up to Andrew when I was playing. Because one time I was unlocking Keystone and I missed a guy. It was one of the few silent creatures. and <laughs> Silent but deadly. <laughs> and so he hit me when I was doing it. And so after that, every single time... If it was possible, I just went behind the keystone. Oh, it was and clever tactic. Unlocked. Yeah, and then so I could see people coming. So it's a hot tip. I like it. I also just coming up with like the enemy thing that I said about how they were loud. Um, you definitely have to play this with either headset or your volume up, and um, because especially like the scorpions, you can hear them coming from a mile away. I would hear them, and then I wouldn't see them for like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of hear it before you see it in this game and. And you don't really see it for a while sometimes because sometimes they're locked behind a door, but you hear them the whole time. So that's always fun. Yeah, there's also a reason for that. The AI is real dumb. Yeah. Real dumb. <laughs> the AI does not jump. They don't climb. They don't jump down ledges. They Their pathing is awful. Really bad. So it's very easy to outrun the AI, outsmart the AI. Just... It was. This is what makes me sad. Seeing the trailer for this game, it looked like it was going to be like a fun bullet hell game. You know, tons of bullets coming at you. I'm dodging all these bullets and everything. It's not the case. At most, you're fighting. I think the most I had number of demons in a dungeon was 26. That was it. And like that's that's what just disappointed me. I wanted this game to throw tons of demons at me and just like old school Doom or something like that, where I'm running around blasting everything. That was not the case. Yeah, I also, I felt like sometimes the game was smooth and sometimes it wasn't. So, like, for instance, like, when you're, when I was, like, fighting enemies and stuff, I'd be jumping around. I thought the jump was great because you could kind of lengthen it. But then I was also, like, sticking. And I was like, if somebody hit me something with goo, like, that'd be one thing. But I felt like I kept sticking to walls and stuff. Mm. And then I also had to, like, if you're going to not have a save feature, have it actually save when it's supposed to. Because I beat a <laughs> boss and... I actually went to the, like the next level in the dungeon, and then I went back to play, and it was back at the boss. I had to redo the boss. That was so annoying. Yeah, <laughs> that save was really consistent. Yeah, that's weird. I never, because I never had, I never had to do that because it's actually, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it saves every time you actually exit a room. Um, yeah, I saw like the little thing going, like the little skull after the boss. Hmm. I went back to the village. And then the next time I played it, I was like, I have to replay the boss. <laughs> well, that's right. Which, and then when I beat him, the villager wasn't there. So it kind of saved. It saved that I had already gotten the villager. but And then it gave me two trunks instead of the villager and one trunk. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you got a bonus stuff out of it. So there's that. But yeah, I did I did notice that weird, like, if you would fall gently enough off of a, a ledge, you'd kind of, like, slide down it in this weird slow motion. So I, yeah. did, I did have that happen. And so I, I will say, I wanted more weapons. I do, I do agree that the weapons were boring. I thought it didn't make a big difference. You, you are also right about that. But I did like the way some of the skills worked, because... They would do like additional support things to it. So like the the curse spell, yes, it did like damage when they tried to attack you if they were cursed, but it could also have like a delayed explosion that they would do as well. So there was things that I thought made them interesting skills. I just think they would have been more interesting if you saw them in action more than just kind of running around blasting everything. So yeah, I agree. It could definitely have been better. Just this isn't the best thing I've ever played, but I think it's it's fun enough. <laughs> Andrew, I think it's like what you're doing is working because I'm thinking more and more, and I'm just like every time you'd get to like a keystone, there'd be two stationary guys shooting at you, yeah, and there'd always be like a wall that you could hide behind and get one and then get the other. Well, not always, but a lot of the times. And yeah, I kind of just had like a method to everything. And you're right about the enemies. It's like yeah, it, I knew exactly where they're going to spawn. I knew where they were going to come from. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking more and more about it. Sweet. Well, so the funny thing is, is I, for whatever reason, I think probably my first, I bet I did probably seven, eight good runs at least where I kept using that rune of calamity, the one that I, you didn't even realize that was available. So you, yeah, that's so you, a dumb rune. So you take double damage, but you get like double no, 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 the no. most. You don't take double damage. You take 200% more damage. Oh, yeah. That's three times more damage. Oh, yeah, that's right. So anyways, yeah. so you take 300% more damage, and then you get like double the amount of 
of the little boat that you pick up. So I thought that I was really going to need this currency. I was like, yeah, this is cool, whatever. And I was getting pretty far. So I, I felt like I was doing well. And as soon as I took that thing off, the game, I do agree, becomes very easy. And you can, yeah. you can really just blast through the game. And I think, I don't know, I think that's why I, I kind of like it is you can really just put a short amount of time into this game and it's it's fun throughout it as long as you don't like expect too much from it like Andrew is. <laughs> that reminds me with the moats. Like I, I um had the thing where you had the chance of, you know, getting double luck, double whatever. I never got it. Right when I got that rune, after that, I, I actually looked because I was like waiting to get double. I never got double. No, you got it every time you picked them up. It just wouldn't exactly tell you that you were doing double. Yeah. It, it didn't really it, have a good system for that. Yeah. There's oh, a lot of quality still, of life like, I, things I would like in this game. Oh, yeah. I may have gotten like one or two, though, because but it was never substantially more. So I felt like that was kind of a waste. I mean, you can upgrade them. But I was actually more oh, okay. Never, never mind. I was thinking you got like double for like your run. No, yeah, and that's it, why you were picking them up. And it wouldn't oh. be like at the end of it, it if you had it happen like four times, it wouldn't add to the amount of moats you collected at the end. It would still be like you collected seven, but you might have actually gained oh, eleven. Okay. Yeah. So it was really okay. hard to know exactly how much you got. It was there's like I said there's a lot of small things that this game could have added so many quality of life things. A little counter in the top of the corner that tells you how many enemies are left in a in a, in yeah, a floor. That'd be nice. The amount of moats that are left to collect. These little things you can only find out when you finally get to the end of the keystone level, and then it goes, "Oh, this is how many moats, and this is how many enemies." You're like, "Well, that'd be cool," but also it doesn't matter. Yes, it would be nice to have some of the extra moats, but if you miss one or two, no big deal. There's no scoring system. Like, there's a timer. I wanted that. Like, give me like a a B plus for how quickly I I beat the level and I beat all of the enemies or something like that. No, no leaderboards, I, nothing. I will say I did like that it told you when you got all the moats, though. Because for me, yeah. like as long as that's there, I don't care how many moats. But the enemies, I mean, I think maybe they did that to also make it a bit more difficult because there's usually one sneaking around somewhere. Um, but yeah, that would have been helpful too. For me, though, at the end of the day, the money doesn't matter. I maxed out... You got a midgy bug. I know, and it will not leave me alone. <laughs> I maxed out everything by halfway through the game. I had all the support runes bought. A majority of them were upgraded. The ones I least cared about were upgraded. Oh, nice. You got it. <laughs> Stupid bug. But yeah, so like for me, at the end of the day, the money didn't matter to me. And so I was literally just trying to figure out rooms that I, could, I knew I could complete the quickest. And... You know, if you see my video on YouTube, I, I should have video of it out in this game. I at least got really good at clearing out the rooms. I could clear out a room usually in less than a minute. Well, that's the sad part. Once you don't need the gold and you don't need the other currency, you can just focus on luck and refreshing the the stuff to get what you want. So that doesn't become a challenge either. And that's the thing. Like I, I said, there I, wasn't any upgrade I wanted. The game was so easy that I could just push A and keep going. Yeah. Which means you probably just max out your your left trigger all the time. Cause, uh, yeah, because I actually did not realize that that it, that's how it actually was tiered. Yes. Um, so it was the always, top one's always about your left hand. Yeah, middle, middle one's always about your right hand, and then the bottom one's always about like a defense. Yeah, I didn't realize that till like when I completed a run, and I noticed my left hand literally had like <laughs> ten things on it, and I was like, oh, whoops! <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just dangerous with the left hook. But uh, but Liz, I wanted to ask you though, as our resident noob, what did you think of the tutorial of this game? Do you think it explained enough? Oh, I'm trying to think back. The answer is no. Because I think <laughs> I remember. Okay. Yeah, I think I remember being frustrated that there wasn't. Oh yes, I was, because I was looking at the doors and I was like, I don't know what these mean. I don't know what they are. So I just picked randomly, and then Andrew eventually said, "Oh, hit X," and I was like, "Oh." Which opened up the menu because like, X yeah. opens the menu. Yeah, I would <laughs> never would have guessed that because I actually tried like the the normal buttons for a menu, yeah. and it didn't work. I was like, "I guess there's not a menu." Nope, there is. And then so I learned like what they are, but then it still doesn't tell you like what the villager symbol is. There's a couple random ones that aren't there that they don't describe. But of course, when a random one came up, I would pick it because I'm like, I don't know what you are. Let's try it. But yeah, I there there really needed to be just like a two minute intro, a two minute tutorial. So the 
There's probably one of the weirdest mechanics I've ever seen in a roguelite in this game, and I and I don't really understand why it exists. So every time you complete the four rooms and you have the option of going to the, the next floor, it stops you. It's like, hey, wait, do you really want to dive deeper into the pit? Or you can just go back to the village and save everything you have. As soon as you go to the next floor, you you keep saving throughout it. It's There's no benefit in going back to the village. Yeah, there's like, no punishment well, if you well, die, so it's like, well, just keep going. The, the worst thing you lose is what you had gained within that room itself. It saves yeah, otherwise. Yeah, which is like two to, minutes of gameplay. Yeah, like, no big <laughs> deal. There's no reason to panic and go back, so don't ever do it. Like, I tried once or twice to see if there was some reason that I should. There isn't. It's, well, it's just... Maybe it's- Maybe it's because if you get to, you know, the amount of villagers that you want to upgrade runes and stuff, which I still, that doesn't make sense to me because it's like, just finish it and beat the boss and yeah. then do that. Yeah, because then you have to um, revisit. Yeah. But I mean, what was also super annoying is that I thought that I had finished all four rooms. It only happened to me once. I learned from my mistake. I thought I was done. I went in and then immediately hit A because I was going to dive deeper. Yes. And then I was like, wait. What just happened? Why am I back at the village? And Andrew was like, well, you must not have finished the rooms. It's like, I feel like because nobody would ever go back to the village, have a little thing be like, are you sure? Yes, I did that once. And I was For idiots not like happy. myself, I need that. Because yeah, I did it once too. <laughs> yeah. So you're not alone, Liz. We all did that same thing. It's, uh, uh, it's a weird thing. And, yeah, and it stinks because, yeah, if you return to the village, you have to redo the run. There is three villagers in each dungeon run. And there's a total of 45 villagers. So you're playing 15 different dungeons and it gets old very quick. Oh. And so, yeah, if you have to go back, you just have to do that run again because you want to get all the villagers. Yeah. That's, that is one thing. But the the other thing that I was thinking of is it also has one of the most bizarre tooltips because it's like, talk to the pit master. He'll tell you everything you need to know about runes and the, the story and everything. He tells you one thing. He's like, I already told you what you need to know. Go get the villagers out of the, the pit. And you're like, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So what? He tells me nothing. But that's <laughs> he's supposed to be the most important person in this entire game. He's not. He tells you nothing. Also, I like that people won't help you until you have a certain amount of villagers rescued. It's like, he's willing to go down into the pit and you're hiding behind a door. Maybe just help the guy. <laughs> I think that's kind of dumb. I know. I'd be like, go into the pit yourself then. I know. Yeah, they're, they're just, just like, my store is dirty. I need people to clean it. And it's just like, get over yourself, This man. is like such a thing with me where I just, I hate when it, <laughs> they have like these lazy characters like, do this for me. And they're like super, it's like, you can say please and you can help me. <laughs> and then you have to pay them. Like. All right, look, yeah. I got you villagers so that now you have business. That's like I feel like that was some of them. They're like, well, if I'm not going to open up my shop if there's no one to actually shop. Well, now you've got your business. Now you've got your money. Don't make me be the only one who's actually spending money here. I don't see any of these villagers I save walking around spending money. Yeah, I know. I, know, I hated that. There was you never saw you never had a visual of the progression. The villager still the village always looked like a dump. You don't see people walking around. Like, it just, the beginning of the game looks like the end of the game. And it's just like, that's lame. Speaking of visuals. I, I, wow. Yeah. Speaking I mean, of visuals. Let's I, get into the so, visuals. So, so <laughs> the visuals are, are definitely the one thing about this game that I struggle with. Because right away, it just drops you into this village. And I thought my TV was broken. I didn't, I didn't know like how or why. Is that how you would describe it? It's something. It was. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know what it I was, but all of a sudden, it. my TV would. Oh, okay. In a weird way, <laughs> it's not like I was like, "Wow, these graphics are great." But there was something about that. I like uh, the dark and gloominess, but I'm not it's even talking. I'll give it yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not it's even talking unique. about the graphics either. It's the colors. There's yeah. just yeah. something so off-putting about the way the green is overlaid, just slightly hued over i i didn't know it was i was very confused and once you get into the actual gameplay in the pit it's not great but it's not this like almost vomit inducing haze it's just yeah, no it's, you described it that's how i to me this game looks like someone vomited pixels just it's just it's very off-putting it's it's not as bad in the actual gameplay but the village yes. my gosh oh it's terrible and then also like the 
the first guy that you meet, he's like, oh, talk to me when whatever. And then I was running and just like ran right into his face and it did not look nice. (laughs) (laughs) And same with like when you're knocking on the doors, I feel like they could have done a bit more, you know? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I like the enemy models and everything, but like looking at the villagers, I was just like, yeah, what's with the villagers' like pictures? They all had yeah. portraits and they were all like hideous Not- and terrifying. Like the villagers looked like these like elongated clowns. I, it's like the way I could describe them. They're, they're really grotesque looking. This is what I mean. Is your character human? Are these people human? Like, I don't, I figured you were a golem just looking at your hands. Well, I just figured you were a magical person, and so you just had magical <laughs> hands. What did Wait. you think of the enemy models? Because that was very different. I felt like the actual gameplay when you're fighting in the dungeons was very different. Well, not not as, the enemies I, were different. No, you got rats, you got zombies, you got you got mushrooms, you got traps. Some are poison, some are. I thought like the delay with the traps was kind of silly too. It's like I wanted that like all traps function the same. Yeah, because like for me, if I there are some areas that are kind of tight, and you know the enemies are going to spawn, and you know that you can just run back because you have that three second window. Make it a little bit more difficult. Make it so that the trap will go off if you go back or something. I don't know. I just thought like the traps were kind of silly to have. No, I mean they were mostly there just to catch you off guard. And uh, quite frankly, I don't feel like they did too frequently. Like most games, traps are are my nightmare. I actually didn't have too much problem with any of these traps. Now that I think nope, about it, because they all felt, function the same. I fell in the poison a handful of times, and that was kind of annoying because I would forget which button was the jump button. And then, yeah, it's why. Like, why is it why? Yeah, like why not a? Which I will say real quick: you can map your controller, so uh, you can change the buttons. Okay, that's not bad. I I didn't, but yeah, I I also did not know you could jump for like a while. Yeah. Until I finally looked at the controller layout because. I fell in the poison and I just died the first, I don't know, two times, I think. I was just like, well, yeah, I guess this, like, this is my life now. <laughs> yeah, basically. The first time I went into the poison, I, I didn't know what was happening. And then Andrew said, you have to jump out. And I was like, how? Again, no tutorial. So, yeah, that that was really frustrating at the beginning. <laughs> uh, I love I knew what Keith was going to say there. <laughs> but, yeah, the the enemy models I didn't care for. And, like, it would, like I said, it wouldn't, it would be more interesting if – the enemies just did something unique. The only there's one enemy that is slightly different. There is a big enemy that has a shield. He actually has some sort of mechanic, so you have to like find a way to kind of shoot past his shield. But he's the only one, and you don't see him that often. And you but know, yeah. you know how you do that? You just stand shoot there and you no, you just stand there and you look at him until he attacks you, and then you just blast him like twice because yeah. he opens yeah. the shield up. So it's not very hard. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not. But it is cool. I, I will say the the bosses at the end of the dungeons they at least looked kind of cool they at least had some cool models they weren't fun fights they were also very boring you at just circle it and shoot couple, them yeah at least the first couple they just like spawn enemies shot at you yeah. and that was it that's honestly Nothing what they really all special. do there's one of them that was slightly interesting i think it's in the catacombs is it the one that there's two? two yes that's the only one that was slightly interesting a little more difficult but very slightly i also I'm not gonna like. I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but I also feel like this game would have been good with like having bullets, like actually having ammo to like find more stuff, make it more challenging. I can't believe you're saying that. <laughs> I know. I but for me, like even I found it was just like find the moats, kill the enemies, and like the moats are really easy to find. You don't even need like a little mini map or anything. Um, every once in a while, I'd miss one, but like a quick little loop around the small map. But yeah, for me, it was just like I'm just collecting moats. I want to do something else, you know? Yeah. Like this, this game, it just gets so repetitive. Like I said, okay, for me to pull back at being so negative, as I said at the beginning, the <laughs> nice thing about this game is that it is, it's quick and easy. It is something you were able to just sit down and do. It was unfortunate you have to do over 15 dungeons. You know, that kind of got a little frustrating. I was kind of getting bored with that. Because like, as we're talking about the visuals, even when you're going to the catacombs, the petrified forests, you know, the docks. Honestly, they look the same. They had the same layout. The wallpaper slightly changed, but the mechanics of the actual dungeon did not change. And even when you get to the final one, which is called like the uh, the Abyss Nightmare or something like that, 
It was like, you cannot combine this one. It's so powerful and dangerous. It wasn't. And, and the layout is just like a village, but you're still doing the same dungeons. And I was just like, this is so anticlimactic. There's more demon-like creatures there. No, there were there were reskins. It was re, it was the same monsters. They I were find. demon-like. I don't know. I think that the the docks or the bog, whatever it was called, was a lot different than like the fungal one. That was the only one I noticed. I think the most was the dock. Yeah, I think but, those two together. Like I was, I think that they looked very different, but but very minor. Not enough. For I me. feel like if this is like somebody's first time listening to the podcast, I should say <laughs> Andrew isn't usually like this is so easy. I'm I feel not. like you're coming across as like you might be coming across as a little arrogant, but you don't <laughs> usually do this. Like you're I'm a hardcore sorry. gamer, but I just wanted to point out the fact that you don't usually say like this is so easy. Like this game for like first like a hardcore gamer, and this is something I read online as well. There isn't a lot of challenge if you're like a super hardcore gamer and you're really good at games. Yeah. Guess how many times I died? Three. One. You were right. I died once. I only died once the entire game. And that was the very first run I did. And it's because I didn't play support runes because the game didn't explain the support runes. So I was like, I don't know what I'm putting here to activate the pit. Like, are these going to make it more difficult? Can I only use these once? Like, what is this? The guy who just said, oh, you know, put the runes and the keys in. And I'm like, well, what am I doing? I don't get this. So I didn't play any support runes. I just activated the pit and jumped in. Well, the so further that's why you get to, you can actually have more runes th- yeah. to use. Like, so you go from like four and then you can... Six. Six, yeah. yeah. And um, so it does just get like easier and easier and easier. Those those runes, like once you get the ones that you gain health, like it's a game changer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, it becomes so easy once you have those. Um, but Liz, you were talking about that you recommend playing this game with headphones. I don't know if I agree with that specifically because well, I felt like the music was a bit loud. Oh my gosh. And yes. So, the music got very loud. If you want to hear the scorpions and stuff, like for me, I wanted it up enough that I could like hear like somebody sneaking, but I also like didn't want to subject anybody else to it. And also like some, some of the enemies are really annoying sounding like really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> But the music, I, I will say, the soundtrack of the game overall is pretty good. Yeah. It's very reminiscent of Doom, a little bit of Tron, uh, a little bit of Stranger Things. So I thought the soundtrack overall is good. But yeah, the music fades in the background when you're kind of walking around. But as soon as enemy appears, it cranks up to 11. And like it's like blasting my ears. And I'm like, I'm like oh, I'm enjoying this music. Then I'm fighting it. It's like, burr, burr, burr. And I'm like, okay, no, nope, I don't just, like this anymore. It's just trying to be intense, Andrew. Being loud isn't what makes it intense. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it I is. I said that when I was first playing it, where I was like, this kind of feels like Doom, with like you're kind of like low. Yeah. It, it definitely felt like that. And I think with the music, too. I think so. Not that I've played a ton of Doom, but I've played a couple of the Doom games. Yeah, I liked the music. I thought it, I thought it fit and it felt right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and once again, this is a game that has, well, this is what's weird. There's no voice acting except for the bad guy. Like I said, every time you beat a dungeon, he appears over the doorway and just not even talking. It's like this weird whisper language. I think and he did a good job. <laughs> good job, whisper man. <laughs> like, yeah. He I just thought it was odd. Like, <laughs> it's just odd that there really isn't any dialogue just for this random guy who just pops in every time you beat a boss trying to like intimidate you. Which, by the way, very easy final boss. <laughs> it was not hard at all. Do you have to kill you him just, like twice? Yeah, but you do the same thing. You circle him and keep shooting him. And then you win. There you go. Yeah. Into the pit. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. I just remembered I had a weird hatred for one of the enemies that had like the glowing ball. It was just a walking guy. There's so many enemies that were harder than him, but there was something about him that just like really irritated me. Oh, some of these monsters too, honestly looked like they were straight up from Stranger Things. Like there was a couple monsters that looked like the Demogorgon. And even that guy, I think you're talking about, like I've seen him before. So I felt like this game kind of copied monster models. Maybe. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. (laughs) Surprisingly, there's no slimes in this game. Yeah, there are. No, you didn't fight slimes. No, there's like this... Like bulbous, like green thing, and you shoot it, and slime comes out. Oh, those were eggs. Yeah, they were slithering. Yeah, yeah they're like slugs. Yeah, like slugs. Yeah, they come slugs, slugs not slimes. slimes. Wait, what'd you say? Slimes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I I thought you. 
Say, I like, thought you said slugs. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's slugs are slimy. How many I other mean, games have slugs? That like, I I don't know. No no uh, slugs. No, there I, are I slugs. think of no slime. Some if you gave me time, but I don't care to. Like that, those are thing. But no, like yeah, like you know, like I said, you got your zombies, you got your, you know, your spiders. You got your mushrooms. Like Slay yeah. the Spire had a ton of different slimes. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But surprisingly, that was one model they did not take with slimes. Um, oh, and another thing yeah. that you must hate, the achievements. I, I I, got at least one, but I looked at them and I was like, this sucks. No, I did not hate the achievements. Wait, is it like you have to get like everything? No. Okay. So, I would recommend this game for achievement hunters. Because there are 10 achievements, so every achievement is worth 100 points, which is pretty sweet. The negative is, though, you're only really getting these achievements till you're basically near the end of the game. But, like I said, not a very long game. Uh, you're looking at about eight and a half hours. I did it in, yeah, nine. Well, it's uh, different to, like, recommend it for achievement hunters, but to say, like, you actually like the achievements. Like, did you think they were fun? No, the achievements were not fun. Because, right, as I said before, yeah, the, there's one that's kind of annoying getting all the journals in which for me was a little more difficult because you wouldn't always get a journal room. You would have to replay dungeons because if you're first playing a dungeon, you're just getting villager rooms, but not journal rooms. So the game expects you to be dying and revisiting dungeons to get these journals. So I beat the game and I only had like 15 of the 30 something journals. And I was like, well, this sucks. So I had to like keep going back and farming to get these stupid journals. But as far as the other achievements go, there's only one that you actually have to try for. And that's to activate the cheat death ability three times during a run, which is not hard to do. But all the other ones are, yeah, completing a dungeon, completing six dungeons, then completing 15 dungeons, collecting half the villagers, then collecting all the villagers. This is surprisingly not even an achievement to beat the game. You don't even have to beat the game to get all the achievements. <laughs> so I've gotten all the achievements except for collecting all the journals. And I don't know if I care to do it. <laughs> I know it's worth 100 points. And I'm like, it just will take me a few minutes. But It'll take you more than know. a few minutes, depending on how many you have. You sound done, Andrew, <laughs> to be frank. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> I can't, I, and like I said, I apologize. This game really isn't that bad. When you're first playing it, I was having fun. But then it just, after a while, I was like, yeah. I'm kind of skin. The fact that you this. always say game to every game and you are just so against this game, I feel like you definitely. He's got issues. Yeah, I, thought I, I thought I had to keep it interesting. I knew you guys were all like, yeah, into the pits, a lot of fun. And I'm like, it was, you know, for the first like two hours. Now it's like the I same thing. I just love the jump scares. You, this is like your horror game of the year. <laughs> I was like talking to people online and everyone's like, what is going on in the background? And Liz is just screaming her head off. <laughs> I was screaming. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was hilarious out. You were just like, because when Liz gets scared, she's like, I don't know, the typical noob. Like, she flings her whole body backwards and is like mashing her controller. I, I found myself, like, when I was like backing away to get away from enemies, like, my body yeah. moved. <laughs> it was so dorky. You're, you're one of those people that lean when you play a racing game because it yep. helps you turn better. Yep. That's <laughs> me. That's, that's a fact. That's a scientific fact. <laughs> It's when I got too relaxed because, like you said, like you get used to the the setup and everything, and then every once in a while there would be a quiet enemy, like shocking, but there would be, and I wouldn't know that they were there, and it would scare the bejesus out of me. Yeah, when the enemies hit, they hit hard. Yeah, like you normally have like a hundred health, usually about like one hundred twenty-five if you use like some of the perks, but uh, one hit from an enemy is a good like fifteen health. Like they chunk you pretty bad, so like you can go down really quick. Well, the melee guys, they, they hit the hardest. The bitey so, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. But yeah, I will say, as I said, the gameplay overall I thought was fun. If this game had more to it, like a survival mode or a horde mode or a co-op mode, where the dungeons were just slightly more interesting, I would have been more for this game. I thought the actual gameplay and gunplay of the game was solid. I would love co-op with this. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, you actually you mentioned that. We should get into our final thoughts here, right? I mean, I thought that's where we were going. Honestly, I do. I thought you were wrapping up, Keith. Why don't you start? Did I did I persuade you at all? No. Was into the pit? Just you know the, the pits. Pit. <laughs> no, I you didn't like because I don't think you're wrong on any of your complaints or things you don't like about it. 
they're all valid things. There, there's nothing, there's nothing about this that I give high, high praises to. I think it's if you're someone like me, if you just enjoy roguelikes, but you don't want one that's going to take forty to fifty hours of your time. I think it's really fun, and I think it's something different enough that, and it doesn't really command enough of your time that it it felt dragged out at least not for me and it's funny because i actually did die way more than you did i don't know how many times but i I did die more than one yeah more than once so like (laughs) i did but as much as i can see where it got repetitive it never it never felt too grating on me until i actually did beat the pit the last pit and then i was like yeah this is really kind of dumb and you had already told me what it was um all in all, I doubt, I doubt I'll really ever go back and play it. I've played my time of it. and, and Wait, so you beat it? I beat that final dungeon, but it doesn't... Re- like, you just have to unlock it once you get 30 villagers, because I think I got yeah. like 31 total. Oh, so you haven't gotten the final... You haven't played the final dungeon. Yeah, I did. Oh. You un- you unlock that final key when you get 30, 30 villagers, which I did. Yeah. And then I beat that. And then- oh, okay. And then I oh, so you to... just didn't get all the villagers? Okay. Yeah, that's all. I just didn't. That's the only. That's the only thing I didn't do with this game. So I, I doubt I'll go back and play it. But if you're just looking for something different enough to to check out, I think it's worth playing. And I think it's. I think it's actually pretty fun. Um, but I give it like a seventy nine. Oh, I still have to let's go first, but I forgot. Oh yeah, she doesn't go at all until after. <sighs> Into the pit. So. <laughs> I've said quite a bit about this game. <laughs> like I said, I'll, I'll at least start off with what I thought was good. The visuals, although not for me, are unique. I will give the game for that. It is unique. It started to get me a little nauseous, but it, it's unique. <laughs> the music, the soundtrack, I thought was pretty good. It's very loud, but it's it's pretty good. I enjoyed the music. The gunplay, as I said, is fun. And that's just about where I end. I thought... The environments were boring. The story was really boring. The achievements were okay at best. The The guns weren't great, which I forgot to mention real quick with the guns. You have options to get long-range guns. Never get the long-range because the enemies have shields when they're at a certain distance. So it completely makes the long-range guns completely pointless. Like, why would I get a sniper-type spell when I can't even hit the enemies? It's dumb. So the weapons, yeah, didn't care for. I just, this game just it overstated its welcome, even though it's not a long game. Like I said, I beat it in like eight or nine hours, but I was still just done with it. It's a weekend game. If you or if you are looking to play, as Keith said, a roguelike, and you don't want to spend an investment ton of time, you can pick this up and just have fun with it. But for me, I was, I was done with it. I'm giving it a 50. Jeez. Whoa! Andrew, like I said, guess, I know. <laughs> like... I'm sorry. I don't mean to be harsh on this game. I, I, honestly, the big issue is probably we just because we played it within a week. If maybe I stretched it out. No, no, that's that. No, I'm taking that back. I still don't think I would like it. <laughs> I thought the enemies were dumb. I, the gameplay just got so tedious. Wow. <laughs> I think you talked me down a lot. I think, Ooh. yeah, I think I'm gonna <laughs> give it maybe a seventy-three. Oh, what was you thinking? What were you originally thinking? I started this episode with an eighty, and then it went down to seventy-eight, and then seventy-five, and then I'm gonna—I think I'm gonna give it a seventy-three. I mean, I talked myself down. I was originally planning on like a seventy, but then like as I'm going through things, I'm like, what did I really love at the end of this game? See, I did like the graphics more than you did, not the village, <laughs> <laughs> but I. I did enjoy the gameplay a lot. I just got to the point where I'm kind of sick of it just being super repetitive. I feel like for the, like where I am now to the beginning, I'm, I enjoyed it. I think if I play any more, it's, I'm not going to like it as much, but, um, looking at Metacritic, uh, not a lot of reviews just for Xbox one right now, 74 and 5.8. And Thanks, I am extra harsh. <laughs> no, uh, well, Somebody gave it a, one of the. Andrew's just mad because it doesn't have a translation for French. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no dog buttholes. One of the users gave it a five, and the other one gave it a zero. The one who gave it a zero is because they got a game-breaking bug, which this game is a little. Bu- I don't. It is a little buggy. I think. Yeah, don't touch the walls. 
You yeah. get stuck on walls, and honestly, I could see between the walls. I'm pretty sure you can fall through the map. Yeah, no, I got stuck, like, in a wall, and then, but I ended up fixing itself. My game crashed a ton. Like, that doesn't usually happen when I, when I game. I think mine did. You said it did. The first oh, time it happened yes, it to did. me. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, but overall, uh, most of the complaints were that they wanted more of a challenge from the game. So, um, I don't, I don't think you're, you're too far off. I think we're all... We're all there. <laughs> like, if the game at least made the boss fights slightly more interesting and unique, I yeah. think I would have loved this game a lot more because I would have been more compelled to play these dungeons, even though it's the same enemies and stuff like that. But I was like, if I at least knew at the end there was to be a cool boss fight, then I'd probably have been more inclined. But no. This game gets what it deserves. <laughs> Dang. I, this is one of your worst ratings for game. I, How I many know. games have we done? Oof, I don't know. We've done this for over two years. We've done a lot. But, uh... Wow. Yeah. So if you love this game, I do apologize. I don't mean to bash on this game. It just... It was not for me. I don't think there's a lot of Into the Pit fanboys out there. Pitheads? Or fangirls. (laughs) Yeah, pitheads, I think, is probably the the proper term. (laughs) Yeah. Probably not. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, Thank you all so much for joining us. If you have a game recommendation... Please, love to hear it. You can email us at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at GamePassGrabBag, where we will be posting pictures of the games that we're playing. We would love to hear your reviews, and we'll read them here on the podcast. Uh, yeah, since this was a newer game, we I didn't get any listener reviews on this game either. But we're also on Twitter at GBGBPod. And there's another little fly flying around me. So, uh, Liz, why don't you take... Or Keith, why don't you take over? Um... I don't. <laughs> I'm just watching you try and hit this fly. It's entertaining. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and I'm Liz the Noob Gamer Tag. Come on, I'm Dean. I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob Noob is E W. Keith, I feel like you. I like sucked the energy out of you this episode. You you had like. Did I just really hurt your feelings? No, because because again, I I was not like super in love with this game. I I just thought it was fun enough because I really enjoy roguelikes. You so that's like where. It's hard to destroy it for me. I, don't I feel like I insulted your child now, and you're upset. No, no, I'm sure you'll <laughs> do that when he's born. So, <laughs> jeez. Anyway, we love you all. Wow. We hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Please come back. Bye.